Welcome to Back in My Day once again. I am David Petrangelo. This week, once again, we have our... Scott uh, Burnett here. Scott Burnett How is back. <laughs> I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Thanks for uh, coming in once again. Um, and also joined by... Ian Walter. And Michael R. Power. Michael R. Power is back again. That okay. Lean is going well, so... <laughs> <laughs> We're trying out the lean this time. It's the gangsta lean. <laughs> uh, all right, we got, a, we got another fun topic. We went through a bunch of Pixar movies. Uh, our rankings, Scott has his his favorites as well. We're going to avoid Pixar movies in this sort of mini list or whatever. We're going to pick our favorite classically animated Disney movies. So that's going to be anywhere from, I guess, the 50s or so to about the mid-2000s is kind of the big stretch. a large stretch, but there's more than enough to choose from there. And, uh, you know, again, same thing we did with our 1999 movies. We can do anywhere between three to five. I think it's somewhat easy to get within that range. We don't have to get too carried away, but we'll all have our own little list and we'll, we'll just go from there. Um, we started with uh, Mike last time, so why don't we start with uh, Ian for his. All right, we're going to dive into this with yeah. one that's currently out on live action, which I haven't seen yet, but it is Aladdin. The Aladdin? original okay. in 1992 animated classic. That's probably my favorite Disney animated classic. Um, you know, there's just something to be said. I mean, between Aladdin, sort of the hero's journey, and then you've got the genie. I mean, come on, played by Robin Williams, Maybe masterfully. Yeah, best voice acting yeah. performances in a Disney movie uh, ever. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, like, Friend Like Me or whatever that song is called is yep. just, uh, one, yeah, I mean, one of my favorites for sure from the Disney <laughs> umbrella. Yeah, you almost appreciate it more, that performance now. Mm-hmm. Just knowing, not necessarily even just like what it takes, but just... The energy that he brings to it, like sure, it's animated, so it's it's colorful, it's fun, yeah. whatever. But there's just something about, I mean, it, it's just Robin Williams. It, we said a lot of people in, in in these movies, the '99 movies we went through, like at their peak, it's like peak Robin Williams, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's animated. <laughs> and like it, it's, I don't know if it was scripted, but it really seems like it was unscripted. I think for a lot of they just said we just and, want you to riff. Yeah, here's the situation. It. You can do some right. impressions. It does the Ed Sullivan and the yeah. Rodney Dangerfield and all the different impressions. All the impressions. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's and right. Stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a like, lot of that. It, it gives it this like fourth wall breaking kind yeah. of vibe. It's really cool. Well, and with those impressions too, I mean, that is almost evidence that it was probably improvised because it feels like that's not something they would just right into a script. I know, that's what I'm saying. It really feels like Yeah, it's Robin Williams in a sound booth and he's just going off and they're taking the best Like I would love to hear all the stuff that didn't make it. There's probably (laughs) a few hours of him just going nuts. There's definitely a series series of genie movies just in probably the stuff they didn't (laughs) use for that, (laughs) which I think everyone would just want to watch and see, (laughs) even if it's a series of shorts or something. Um, all right, do we want to go around and, and do, do like favorite? just, yeah, well, okay. we just that. Um, Since we're sort of, we're sort of ranking right, them, I guess. No, go ahead, Mike, you okay. got it. All right, so my number one then, since he did his number one, mine is another 90s animated Disney movie, The Lion King. Nice. I think it's a lot of people our ages, number one. It was just a massive, massive movie. Excited for the new one to come out in yeah, the uh, summer. By the time yeah, this comes awesome. out, we, it may even just be out, yeah. It's probably the one that I watched the most. Um, there's other ones on here that 
because I had sisters, I also watched a lot. And so they made my top five because they're yeah. memorable. But when I think of animated classic Disney movies, definitely The Lion King to me is the most memorable. Yeah. And my yeah. favorite. That's yeah. on my list as well. That'll be my, that would be my number two. That is my number two. Yeah, yeah, as well. Again, I think it's the one that I watched probably the most out of any of them. So. And of the live action series is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. I mean, it's very. It's not it's quite live makes, action, but I think yeah, it would, it'll still work. It walks the line between animated and live action, but I think yeah. it makes the most sense to adapt to that kind of photo real uh, environment. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's going to be really cool. Um, so I said my number two. I'm just I'll just say my number one, which will throw a wrench in I think right, everybody's <laughs> everybody's mix here. It's very new or much newer than everything else oh, on the list. Yeah, I think Mike knows this. Yeah. It's Emperor's New Groove. Oh my! Oh, yeah, that is a great it. one. Yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that is going on the yes. list. I, see you later. When Jungle that came Book. out, it was just so goofy to see basically David Spade, who, yeah. <laughs> by all intents and purposes, is just a weird sort of comedian who just sort of was in. He was on SNL. He did had just shoot me and all these sort of weird moments. Oh yeah, just shoot me. Yeah, he had right. the the movies with Chris Farley, and to yes. hear him doing this voice and coming out of a llama, of all things, <laughs> <laughs> it was so unique and so interesting, and it was very modern, even though it wasn't a modern it's, movie. Just the way he delivered it's it. It's so funny. There's too much. Yeah. It is to me. It is the funniest animated movie. I, of any kind ever. I knew you were going to pick that yeah. because um, the reason you like Monsters, Inc. is because it's the funniest Pixar one. So I had yeah. a feeling that you would pick like the funniest yeah. one it, of the 2D. It's, it's obviously way newer than every other movie on probably all of our lists, I, I would say. It's probably the newest one, and I probably have seen it just as many times. But still oh. old enough that... It, like it's still old enough that it fits the sort of back. Yes, day. yes. We it's, were not, younger. it's not like it's two years old yeah, or something. Exactly. Emperor's yeah. New Groove makes me want them to keep making these classically animated movies. Yeah, mm. even though they're kind of now into the CGI. Yeah, digital they officially age. just like we're not making those two. Kinds yeah, anymore. I think they yeah. they've kind of shuttered. But for like the most it was part, done yeah. so well. Oh, and, uh, so funny. And you know, Dave, you're a big fan of Seinfeld, so it was Putty, right? Who was? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was Putty. Yeah, yeah. it worked. Squeaking. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Warburton. Oh, squeaking. Yes. Oh, my Squeak. Lord, you're squeaking. <laughs> Patrick Warburton and Eartha Kitt together. Yeah. Had yeah. so much goofy chemistry because she was like this super villain of a Mayan god, whatever. Something. Yeah. It's so, um, so funny. I went out and bought the two disc yep. special edition too. gold yep. <laughs> leaf I did that too I love uh, this movie so much it's, so much. it's yeah, just my friend like, had a little brother I watched it with and he loved it so the kids loved it yeah. um, well it's great for kids yeah. too because it's it's very physical too it's yeah. You know, it's the him turning into a llama. Like, there's a lot of aspects that are shared it's from the older movies. It's not a classic movies. story, though. Like some of them, right? It's not a classic it's story, a, but I think if they made this one. in the '90s, around like the sort of peak or in the '80s or something mm-hmm. like that, like it, it fits yeah. in those types of storylines yeah. and everything. But it has much, I guess, more modern humor. Maybe is what it is. But Where it's the groove. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you threw off my groove. And it was. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you've thrown it off was the Emperor's Chris groove. Farley That's amazing, too, right? Wasn't it? No, 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 he was long. John he was Goodman, he passed away long after that. Yeah, it was John John Goodman. Yeah, I would imagine um, that Emperor's New Groove, and it's instead of John Goodman, it's Chris it's Farley ba- and David. It's basically Spade. Tommy We're Boy. Like best friends. Yeah. <laughs> like if, oh, oh, Tommy it very well could have been if he was still around. Yeah, yeah I, although I John Goodman's perfect. for John it. John Goodman was sort of the good straight man to hold the piece yeah. together. You know? I, heard, I heard like I, I swear I read somewhere that maybe it was just like if Chris Farley was alive, it definitely would have been him. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe because it probably would have been right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either that or it's a buddy. It's a buddy movie, right? I mean, that's that's basically what it is and stuff. No touch. No touch. <laughs> <laughs> I still think one of the funniest, simplest, but funniest scenes is when he's about to dump him over 
the uh, the waterfall and his the devil and the angel both show up and he's trying to convince him why he should throw him over the waterfall. Oh, he's doing his own theme music. Listen up, big guy. I got three good reasons why you should just walk away. Number one, look at that guy. He's got that sissy stringy music thing. We've been through this. It's a harp, and you know it. All right, that's a harp. And that's a dress. Robe. Reason number two. Look what I can do. <laughs> but what does that have to do with me? No, no. He's got a point. Yeah. Like sort of the, the, the dumb jock sort of Yeah, and it's just like, it's just, it's smart, but also I just, oh God, I love that movie so much. I want to watch Good that choice. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> that's my favorite David Spade movie, I think. Ooh. Wow. Actually, it could either be that or Tommy Boy for me now that I think about it. Yeah, I love Tommy both Boy's of those. Tommy Boy's pretty classic. Yeah. Scott, that was your number one as well? That's your number that one, That was yeah. my number one, yeah. Oh. Right, well, I stole it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, so about, why don't I do my number two? How about a two? I'm going to say Beauty and the Beast. Oh, nice. Mostly because... It was the, I think it, pretty sure it was the first, sort of when I had the concept of being able to watch a movie and retain it, the first animated Disney movie that I watched. Oh, okay, yeah. was Beauty and the Beast. And I just thought, uh, even though it's animated, it had some of the best sort of sweeping sceneries and beautiful architecture and, and just the look of the film is really, really gothic and I like that whole yeah. scene, that sort of mythical sort of a, a, a look to it. And just, yeah, just quite enjoyed it. Yeah, really no, that's a great movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it feels like the most... Fairy tale like, mm. along with maybe Snow White, but it, yeah, they, yeah, it's because Disney had several of those sort of Hans Christian Andersen or Grimm's fairy tales that they mm. took, like Snow White and Cinderella and all those. Yeah, and this was one of those Beating the Beast. I and very, I very early say Hans on. Christian yeah. Andersen, whatever. Yeah, and very well done. Yeah. To this day, and I think Little it's as well. my favorite of the live action series. I really liked the oh, re, the, the oh, I never, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. I mean, I that and it. Jungle Book were both pretty good as yeah. live action. Oh, I didn't see the new Jungle Book. That's supposed to be good. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah, your, yeah John Favreau did the live action Jungle Book. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Jungle Book, but then when you mentioned Emperor's New Groove, I wasn't even thinking more recent, and that's yeah. definitely up there. Yes. Um, and then, uh, well, We're getting them on board. Yeah, you yes. Know what? And then I got I to do go with Oliver and Company. I think that's a bit of oh, an that's underrated one. I completely forgot about Billy one, yeah. Joel yeah. music. The, oh, everything uh, about that movie is just, it's like the Oliver, you know, Oliver Twist yeah, story Oliver being twist. retold, but with Disney. You know, yeah. cats and dogs. So, it's got to be mean, animals. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's got to be animals. Honestly, yeah, animals have to be involved. Yeah, of the retreaded stories, is one of my favorites. I think. Yeah, like, no, that's a good one. Nice, yeah. nice. All right, and my second is Aladdin. So we already talked about Aladdin, okay. and yeah. it's mostly for the Robin Williams thing, but Sweet. also because it's like this awesome adventure movie with heart, and yeah, it's it's good. So we mentioned it. So what about your three? Mine, three. Since you're at it. Okay, three <laughs> is an odd one for me, and it, like I will recognize that. Not on a lot of people's list, and it's probably not the best. But for me, it's because I watched it over and over and over. And I loved it. Was the Robin Hood where he's like a fox? Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. another one I remember from my childhood. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I have sisters who watched over and over and sang the songs of Little Mermaid, and we watched right. Beauty and the Beast a lot. And then yep. for some reason, I guess we owned the Robin Hood was like sort of the guys one that I that we owned that I would watch over and over, and I just loved it. And, and you know, looking back, it doesn't maybe hold up the animation. I know the animation's not the best, but. Yeah. It was made in like the 70s or something, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, it was the Robin Hood one. Nice. 
Yeah, cool. so I've always liked Robin Hood because of that too. Yeah, yeah that is. I think well, Robin Hood's just a classic. Story. Yeah, it's another one of those classic stories that they adapted, right? One of and, those, it, like, and it works the way that they adapted it and everything too. Like that's yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's a good. I, I completely forgot about that one too. But my yeah. cousin watched that a lot. That's where I never owned that one. I had all the so many of the clamshells. That was one of the only ones I didn't okay, for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, no, I really like. That oh, one. nice. That's awesome. Um, the clamshells. Oh, the yeah. big, the big <laughs> white cases. All the Disney clamshells. Those are worth like serious money now. No kidding. That's a that's so weird. So I said my two was lying. King, my three is Pinocchio. Um, wow. I, that was a very early one. I think that might have been the first Disney movie that I ever kind of owned in those classic clamshells. And what year was that? Do you know? Uh, I will that's type it in. But it, that, yeah, oh, that is going to really that is going to be fifties yeah. or sixties for mm-hmm. sure. Is my guess. Um, and and you know what? I I think nineteen forty. Forty. So that's forty. Very very early wow. then. Yeah, nineteen forty. Yeah. So um, I think that uh, this one I watched a lot. A lot, and I don't know what it was. I don't know what what stuck with me the most about it. Um, I know that I always remember the ending when he kind of goes off with the other boys. The sort of I found group. that one like terrifying. Yeah, it's very terrifying. I towards found the it end. scary. Those it's old scary. Disney movies are like yeah. Dumbo as well. Oh, they just have like the trippy sort of yeah. like kind of creepy vibes to them. They yeah. want to sort of bring that dark aspect to it. Yeah, so, I wonder why. <laughs> it's just strange. Well, well, yeah, right? what were they doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh, <laughs> tough to say. And he gets yeah. like remember he gets like drunk and uh, yeah, yeah when, he, that, when he turns into a boy, he gets yeah, drunk and then he goes into the cigars donkey. Yeah, smoking cigars is like. What would he be? Ten years old? Yeah, like, it's like, so, <laughs> Dave, would you be looking forward to a live-action remake of this movie? Uh, you know it's coming. Right? I mean, they they have come. done adaptations of it along the way, and I've I've avoided them. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's uh, one of those public domain stories, is it not? So, like, I believe it's it gonna, is. It, yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah, a which is why the, the adaptations were not yeah. Disney and stuff. I, I think it could work because you could just have him and Jiminy Cricket be. The sort of animated and everything else could be real. Think the so. AI might have been sort of like a an attempt to try to do something oh, like that. Oh, I never with, even uh, thought Joel of that. And I never Jude thought of that. Good, good. Sort of uh, the the robot AI. boy that yeah. believes he's real and yeah. wants to be real. Oh man, that's I didn't even weird. think about that. It's interesting. Look at, look at you. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That either. could very easily you be. You could put that Pinocchio. together for I'm, sure. I'm sure there are some similarities. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, what about you, Scott? Um, so I guess I'm doing number three. Yeah, we'll go for I'm going to yeah. go with the one I probably saw dozens of times when I was a kid, which is uh, Alice in Wonderland. Nice, which nice. Always, a great one. Always yeah. a fan, just because of the the fun imagery. Is I find Alice in Wonderland, especially the Disney version, is always it's more of like a bunch of uh, what do you call vignettes of different little stories. There's like eight yes. different little stories. It's just yes. like a, eight little adventures that sort yep. of happen along the way. And yeah, trippy, weird, <laughs> just yeah. Well, yeah, fun if to anything watch, is. <laughs> colorful, really interesting, and sort of very, very stimulating. I've, that's what I like about these movies. They're all very sort of you make your mind sort of melt a little. Bit. Yeah, <laughs> those, those old ones, those old ones especially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was some, yeah, there was there had, must have been some drugs. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland yeah. is very clear. I did that. try yeah. to. I did the whole where you play because you know how there's um, a dark side the of dark Oz, side of yeah. Oz. There was the wall. Pink Floyd's The Wall is apparently one of the movies that goes with Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it I've heard worked that. a little bit for maybe the first side, but then it just kind of, yeah, kind of loses it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but great. Maybe not everyone made it through <laughs> the first half. Like exactly. for sure, the whole thing. <laughs> uh, Ian. Uh, yeah, Scott, that was a good pick. I mean, Alice in Wonderland, I didn't have it written down, but it's definitely in my honor- honorable mentions mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I'm actually, well, Oliver and Company was my fourth because I'm don't. i trying to avoid uh, recovering. So I'm actually at, I was Aladdin, Lion King, Emperor's New Groove, Oliver and Company. So I guess my number five would be The Jungle Book. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet, yeah. This is a toss-up between Jungle Book and Alice in Wonderland, I feel. Yeah. But uh, Jungle Book just had really good music. and Jungle uh, Book's a lot of fun. Yes. It's a very Absolutely. fun movie. Yeah. yeah. Even towards the end when it gets a little bit more serious, there's, it's still... It it it's it's a good it has good progression for how it how it's fun all the way and then it it, it all kind of makes sense all the way through. I like mm. I like I like the ending. I like the the characters in it are yeah. great and and if any if there's anything Disney classics are good at it's like animating animals. Yeah, and, you know and that's, that's, that, that's their strictly niche. what it is. That's what right. they do the best. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Animals, making, yeah. yeah, animals and toys and things. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'll just round out my top five with my four and five, which I like I've mentioned before, but it would be uh, Beauty and the Beast at four and mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid at five. Okay. Being like uh, growing up in the 90s and having sisters. These are just the movies that we watched over and over and over, <laughs> and they're, classic, they're classics, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I could like just hear my sister like singing those songs in my head like, whenever I think of those <laughs> yeah, movies. Yeah, fair so enough. <laughs> it's funny. But nice. yeah, it was good. Um, I'll, I'll just... I. Mine would be Peter Pan. Would be my next one. Ooh. I was gonna put that high, but that's another dark yeah. one, though. It, it is, is like, like dark, when you yeah. actually watch it and watch the plot, you're like, "This is this is weird." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think it, it this hits Island of Children and this old yeah. man. <laughs> it hits a little bit more for me too because Hook was really big for me. So oh, I watched yeah. the heck out of that movie. Uh, not great, but again, Robin Williams, first of all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And uh, and a, a decent adaptation of something that probably didn't need to be adapted, maybe. Yeah. But. I, I don't know. I, I love the the animated one. It's it's uh, it is a little dark, um, but it's about kids. So maybe that's why it hit home when I was a kid, mm-hmm. a little bit, um, and about a grown up being a kid and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, not when to grow up and stuff. Yeah, and, it's about yeah. growing up and everything. So um, and it still would work. We can relate to that a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. We have a podcast kind of what we're talking about. To grow yeah, up. <laughs> so. growing up sucks. Yeah, <laughs> let's just face it. Basically, <laughs> what we're getting to is growing up sucks. Yeah. Um, and since you rounded out yours, I'm going to throw one out there that we also haven't mentioned yet. I'm going to put both of them together because I think I watched both of them around the same time and over and over again is The Rescuers and The Rescuers oh, Down Under. Yeah. See, yeah. Like, yeah. There's so many good ones. Some good movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I watched those uh, quite a bit. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they're sort of like those adventure movies. Mm-hmm. And um, still a little bit serious, still, a, you know, at, at times. But um, I don't know, something about those ones. I don't, I don't think they're mentioned all that much, especially the first one's kind of forgotten. I think I watched the second one first. Um, I guess maybe because it was new at the time, I might have gone to the theater to see it and mm-hmm. stuff. But those two, me and my brother and my cousin watched a ton. So uh, those yeah. also stand out. Yeah, as well. those are good. Those yeah. Are good. yeah, The Rescuers and also the DuckTales, the movie. Oh, yeah. Treasure <laughs> of the Lost yeah. Land. Yeah. DuckTales. Oh movie. my God. I just picture Scrooge or Mc, Scrooge McDuff just yeah. swimming through his pilot. There is money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you got one or two left too, right, Scott? Yeah, yeah. So number four, I had Aladdin, which we've all, uh, yep. I think, is on almost all of our lists. Yeah. Um, I like that. And we, a couple of friends of mine, uh, we do movie reads sometimes. So we had the last one we did was. Aladdin. No way. Oh, cool. That's a great Up in the cottage, we That'd had, be a, super fun. had a few drinks and had the script with yeah. us. A couple of adult it's a great beverages. idea. It yeah. was the hardest one we had to do because all the riffing that Robin Williams does is impossible to recreate when it's just a big wall of text on the page. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, wow. But like yeah. each scene, you'll, you like the there'd be a person who gets to pick the character and you sort of, everybody picks until the characters are full. We That's did awesome. The Lion King as well. Oh, nice. And the first one we ever did was The Room, the Tommy Wiseau movie. Oh. <laughs> no way. That was a fun script to read. So typically how many would be in the read? Uh, I think for The Room okay. we had like 12 people, but wow. there's like eight scenes, so everybody's going to get a chance because there's, there's multiple people, so you'll have a whoever's centered around it. Gets so now what I want to know is, is can we make 
the progression of this of these table reads a movie or or a miniseries to go from the room to Aladdin <laughs> and Lion King. I, what happened yeah. in between there? It's a good starting point, the room, because it's like you can't do much worse. So yeah. it's like you know, than the actual. Sometimes movie. it's just what scripts we can find. But, sure, but sure. Uh, but uh, I don't know. There's something about the room. Anyway, that's yeah, off yeah, topic. Yeah. No, uh, my fifth movie, and I mentioned this earlier that it's not actually a feature. It was a Disney short. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this is I had no idea. This is uh, um, The Ballad of Ichabod Crane, The Legend, right. the legend yes. of Sleepy Hollow with yes. the, the Headless Horseman. That original one, we talked about Sleepy Hollow, the short. movie in the previous episode yeah, um, with uh, Johnny Depp and the Tim Burton version. But it doesn't hold the candle to the Disney version, which is only about 15, 20 minutes long. I, I, I remember and this very vividly because, the, again, the, it's one of the ones the my cousin watched a lot. The main aspect of it is, and it's the main meat of the movie, is Ichabod Crane on his horse going home from the party after he gets drunk with all the people in the dance yeah. and goes on. And he's heard the tale of the headless horseman and the, the sound of the horse clopping and the echo... And he's looking around, and he, his head goes into his shirt. Into his and he shirt, comes yeah. back, and he looks out, and he's this nerdy sort of yeah. like school teacher. The way it was animated and the and the sound always freaked me out, and just left a, left a lasting impression. I thought it was so well done. That's awesome. There's not really a lot of dialogue. It's basically songs. There's yeah. a, the, the one guy sings the song about the headless horseman, and the rest of it is all just ambient noise. And, and just trying just to freak you out. Creative. And like, it does. Yeah. It, it does it, when we were kids, like it was, it was scary. Well, that last, yeah. that's like second last shot of the of the of the movie of the, that burning pumpkin yeah, coming pumpkin. flying towards the screen. That's like, right. Oh my oh, god! I know exactly. What just you're talking terrifying. About yeah, yeah. I know that. Uh, yeah, I can remember. I, the I can watch thing. that over and over. That's a good. So that's good. a good pull. That's a good pull. I completely <laughs> forgot about that, but now that you mention it, Love it's it. yeah, it stands out. For sure, that's awesome. Oh, and it's on every Halloween. You'll, right, you'll yeah. always see it somewhere, like on Much Music. Or well, it's easy for them to fit it, it in because yeah, it's, just it's an easy. It it's basically a half-hour episode or yeah. twenty-minute episode, exactly. or something, right? So, that's awesome. And I mentioned my top five, but I'll throw out another honorable mention. Yeah, man. Uh, did anybody watch the Three Caballeros? I I did, but oh. I, did. I <laughs> don't have a connection. Was that basically a ripoff of the Three Amigos? It is. Yeah, it's like a three. Yeah. Exactly. We well, we mentioned before a mixture of live action and animated. This is like something similar to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where oh, it's wow. kind of like a Planet Earth style um, story about like birds in the wilderness. But yeah. it kind of takes you from a compilation of shorts with like Pablo the Penguin into a storyline oh. that involves Donald Duck and two other bird amigos. <laughs> yeah, and it's just and I don't know. There's something about something, that movie. Think, right? yeah, yeah. It has high rewatch value for me, but I don't know. Maybe it's just nostalgia. I gotta check. Could that. be. Uh, yeah, like I mean, a lot of these are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's a cool movie for 1944. Like it just. Uh, oh, 1944. Oh yeah, yeah it's very cool. early. Yeah, Three Caballeros. Nice. Right. Yeah, nice. So familiar too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I like can I picture it, but it. it's not one that I fully remember or yeah. anything. But all the, all the unique polls are, are pretty cool. cool. That's nice. Sweet. All right, guys. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we're going to get into uh, a little bit more dates through the uh, end of July and early August. A couple of good game and movie polls to, uh, to look at, so we'll be right back. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your stress. I mean the bare necessities or Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I could Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we have a lots of dates to get through still through the middle of summer here, the dog days of summer. That's what it, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
I try to find something. I am not wrong, but it also isn't really that clever. Um, July 23rd, 1999. Again, we're going to go to some 1999 movies. Maybe this doesn't stand out that much, but maybe because it's bad, but the Inspector Gadget movie came out with Matthew Bradshaw. Ferris Bueller? No way. That was 99. That's not one of the ones we talked about on our best of list. I could never get into it because he's too young and small. And when you remember when you remember the cartoon, yeah. Yeah. maybe guy. he wasn't young, but the idea he still looks like a boy. Even now, he looks yeah. like yeah. an old little boy. <laughs> yeah, an old and, little and boy. And the cartoon, he was like this big, tall sort of. He was a tall, lanky guy. Jagger, is what he but, was. Yeah. yeah. Matthew Broderick is. Inspected. I love that cartoon. It was a weird. Yeah, choice. I watched the heck yeah. out of that before school yeah. and I'd stuff too. I'd rather talk too. about the cartoon. And then the sequel, <laughs> yeah. French Stewart, who was on they Third Rock sequel? from the Sun. <laughs> yeah, there was a sequel with French Stewart, and he also not yeah. the best pick. No. Yeah, they I wonder look, why. They look like kids in trench coats playing Inspector yeah, yeah, Gadget so casting versus was an issue. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought the, the effects in the first one were kind of fun to watch with the whole yeah. headcopter and all that kind well, of stuff. Well, it's cool to see in in, in uh You think it would make action. a good movie, right? You think it would? Yeah, should. it really should. The other thing is yeah. they, ha- they had what's-his-name-is-Dr. Claw. I can't remember the, the actor's uh, name. I'm going to find I looked no, up the show now. Um, also, the show 1982. But he We're was that ju- old. He was just you know a guy, yeah. like as as opposed to like the faceless arm you see with yes. the cat, mm-hmm. which is sort of hold the whole allure of Doctor Claw. Well, that and was yeah. the coolest. Thing, he actually right? has like a metal claw, and it's it was yeah. weird. Rupert, yeah. Ever- <laughs> Rupert Everett. <laughs> Rupert Everett. That's his name. Like that's just a strange. <laughs> it was a weird movie. So it strange. Was, it was fun to an extent, but it was very weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on then. That's sometimes my, that's <laughs> sometimes <laughs> the weird ones can be good, but it's yeah. not one of those like so good it's bad kind of yeah. movies. No, it's, no, it's no, kind of it kind of just misses that mark. Yeah, right? really I have watch. fond <laughs> memories of watching the cartoon, but I have poor memory of the movie. So. Yeah, I have yeah. very little memory of it. Um, 2001 on the same day, July 23rd, we talked about Max Payne in relation to the Matrix yeah. before. This, for a very long time, and maybe still is, I have to revisit it, was one of my favorite games ever when it came out because I found the storytelling yes. uh, very cool on how they had those levels where it would be like his dreams. I mean, I guess it wasn't really dreams. He was tripping out, I think is kind of what it was. Um, but it was a dark, noir thing. It was basically a comic book. It's, it was basically mm-hmm. a graphic oh. novel into a into a video game, and... Always cool to use slow motion, so <laughs> yeah. that was always fun. So, see, I'm, I normally gravitate towards a first person shooter, but when the story is as good as Max Payne, the third person actually really so works. So good. I mean, it's a revenge plot in some ways, but it turns into so many other things. Yeah, along even the way. from the beginning when you're kind of walking through his house and reliving his nightmare. Oh, you know, I mean, it's the opening is yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so dark. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a mature rated game and everything, right? Oh, but really? yeah, yeah, it was, uh, and and you know. Based around, I guess, sort of modern time New York and stuff too. But um, when I cut in and out of those sort of flashbacks slash dreams slash trip sequences halfway through the game and stuff, I think that that's where I, I hooked in and said, this is more than just some revenge cop plot or whatever. It was just crazy. I mean, it's a lot about drugs and violence and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. This game is amazing to me. Yeah. Cool. And did you play any of the sequels or? I did. And I can't remember if it was Max Payne 3 or one of them had this like, building lobby sequence kind of similar to the matrix oh okay where the gun I'm sure it wasn't the first one the first one had like a couple of those yeah i think you're right but like the towards the end it was in the lobby of a building and it I think was that might like, in the second one because when they actually released enter the matrix they had the matrix scene version of that and it was like i was right. playing max Payne again right so it's right. like you're it's in the sweet. lobby and you're hiding behind the pillars and yeah you're well the, the second one he wakes time. up in a hospital and kind of yeah. picks up right with the 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 first one kind of leaves off and the third one's like he's in brazil or something trying to <laughs> 
crack down on the on the the drug trade. It's such a it's such a different type. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it still does the slow motion. It does the violence. It does the drugs. It does all that kind of stuff. But, but I mean, it was popular enough because it spawned a movie. I mean, yeah, which the is best movie, but. Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited yeah. for that too, and it just did not. <laughs> Who was in it? Uh, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg no, and right. right. uh, what's her name from Seventy Show? Oh, that's the only way I remember. Yeah, one Kunis. of the highlights yeah. of that movie was how they imagined the what, what was the drug again? The, oh, I can't remember what the drug. Name it was is. the one that it. psychoactive one. Yeah, which is when yeah. he had his his trip sequences and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I had to mention that we mentioned it last, yes. and we we're talking about talking about old games and stuff and the For Matrix sure. and everything. Uh, July twenty fourth, nineteen ninety eight, Saving Private Ryan. Oh wow. So, um, intense. I, yeah, intense, but if, if there's any war, war movie, I guess is a simple way to put it, Yeah. yeah. but if there's any war opening film. to a war film sequence, any of that that has been done, I mean, it's, it's insanely well done, insanely yeah. amazing how they made it. If you ever watch any documentaries of how it was done, any sort of, anyone that's ever talked about it in interviews and stuff, it's just an insanely... Yeah, it was so well done. Oh. Like they showed it in my history class in yeah. uh, high school. Like that's how well done it was. Like yeah. the technical achievement as uh, and very, very, is. very practical. Yes. a lot of it was practical. Yeah. They had hundreds and hundreds of people up on that beach. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and somehow it just all worked incredibly well. I think there were consultants that made sure that was as historically accurate as possible too. Right. So it was yeah. what you were seeing was a very good recreation of And I don't of think it's ever been done like to that extent where people could actually kind of see what landing on the beaches and stuff was like. It, like it was very a, raw. You were there. Right? It, like, like well you weren't there but it, it, Closest thing to feeling or seeing what it was like. Well, it starts the movie as and you, as the viewer, are yeah. in the perspective of, of one of the soldiers on the boats. Yes. Or multiple yeah, soldiers is, on the boat. And, just, and that's just like, how else could you possibly get yourself into such an intense part of history? Yeah. Like, that's the way to do it. Yeah. And, and sure, I, there's more battles that happened in the war, but I mean, like, that's the one. And that opening sequence of D-Day, it was so iconic that it spawned all these video games like Call of Duty, Call of Duty and, and stuff, Medal yeah. of Honor. Yeah. All these games reimagining that scene over and over. And each iteration, they have a level like that because that's how popular it yes, is. Yes, that's right. They, yeah. And they try to they try to re- re- not replicate because it is, you know, it's a game, not a movie and everything. And they're not, not that they're trying to make it any lighter than it actually is, but it, mm. it never quite quite worked the same way that that movie did. Yeah, I think it's the definitive war film period piece for me anyways. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and That'd remiss if we didn't more. mention the, like, one of the biggest snubs in Oscar history when it lost to uh, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Which year. is That's just, crazy. like, the most ridiculous, one of the most ridiculous snubs. Crazy. So what were they thinking? But <laughs> you can't even. I, I can't uh, even. I always think of that. I can't when, even. When like, I hear Shakespeare, I, I, Shakespeare. I, no, I don't even. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, know. <laughs> I, can't even. I know. I mean, when you look it, at it, that's the thing. There's no. I, I can't say anything because there's no explanation. It no. was just like somebody paid somebody, yeah. and that movie won. <laughs> yeah. That's why like, it, it's insane. Yeah. If Braveheart can win Best Picture, I think Saving Private Man can definitely win no Best Picture. Kidding. Over, no. especially the movie that over the movie that, that actually won. Dame Judi Dench won an Oscar for that movie. She was on screen for four minutes. Yeah. Four Jeez. minutes. And she yeah. won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. Somebody, uh, paid, somebody I, uh, paid somebody. I haven't trusted the Oscars since. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, I swear to God. Yeah, I don't oh, watch Oscars. Oscars are, are, they've never been a, a, um, a litmus test of what's good and what's no. bad. It's, it's, no. an, it's an Academy... Circle. Yeah. yeah. Circle, <laughs> circle I saw what yeah. you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Action speed ladder. Uh, I, I, love, I love watching award shows. That, oh, like, they're fun mo- to watch. Movie and TV award shows, I love them. Everybody's dressed uh, I'll watch up, it all the time. getting drunk. It's yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, the award shows are great, and there's something to be said for award 
worthy films, but then sure. all they're still trying to figure out or trying to fine tune it because they're constantly coming up with things. Oh, are we going to do a popular movie category? No, you shouldn't do that. Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, every so, year it's different. Yeah, they're, and like, they're constantly kind of working on that. I yeah. Think, some of the other blockbusters are making big waves in terms of awards. Yeah, and I think something like maybe maybe even Saving Private Ryan, even though that is kind of a quote-unquote award movie, because mm. it's Spielberg, it's big, it's epic. I mean, it's very obviously very, very well done, uh, no question, but maybe Lord of the Rings broke that. Yeah, Return maybe of the, the King, first yeah, to an extent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first like, genre film to yeah. get an Oscar. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, epic, very well done, very good, made a ton of money, but it was more of a blockbuster than... I mean, Shakespeare in Love made a lot of money, but if you compare the two... But it had Shakespeare in Love. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. You're right. (laughs) How mistaken could I have been? (laughs) And then Band of Brothers, by extension, was an amazing Yes, Yes. that's great. Another one that did... This these types of scenes and and all that very very well. That's an well, it was amazing like Spielberg show. wanted to kind of sit in that world a little bit longer. Yeah, and it worked too. Yeah. Works. Oh yeah, yeah, amazing. That's a good point. Yeah. I forgot that that was uh, also Spielberg. Yeah, HBO Spielberg stuff. Yeah. Um. So we'll go to one hilarious one on July twenty fifth, and one hilarious because maybe it's not that great. So uh, nineteen eighty Caddyshack, the first oh, one. Yes. So there you go. Oh, we love yeah. some Bill Murray. Yeah, we love ourselves some Bill Murray. Some Bill Murray. One of his um, best, one of his most iconic performances. Yeah. I want you to kill every golfer on the course. Check me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but if I kill all the golfers, they're going to lock me up and throw away the key. Golfers! They're great, kid, not golfers. The little brown furry rodents. We can do that. Yeah, like, uh, one of, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, a favorite, like, of the dad movie. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. yeah it, is pretty much, it is like a dad <laughs> yeah, movie, yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> but it I works for like, so no. many <laughs> other ages and everything, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, uh, when we were talking about Aladdin, I think Bill Murray was given sort of free reign to do a lot of so, just yeah. sort of improv and just sort of just do what he wanted to do mm-hmm. on screen, and a lot of it turned out, obviously, oh, iconically like, hilarious. Yeah. That little character voice that he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Just <laughs> that that horn that he has on his car is so <laughs> iconic. So ridiculous. Um, but yeah, the Caddyshack was easily my third favorite movie in 1980 behind The Shining and Empire Strikes Back. Of course. The Shining is just so uh, good. Yeah. He's, he keeps making appearance. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Started something here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Again, I, yeah, I guess Caddyshack's one of those. Um, I, I mean, not really SNL, but like the the, the sort of Chevy Chase, Chevy yeah, Chase, the sort of cast of SNL that that got. I mean, some of them anyway that got together to make. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, very, very iconic. Yeah. I think, and and um, yeah. it, it still still works. It could still work today, right? So many, like just throughout our childhood, the amount of times it was just on TV. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like that in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, some mm-hmm. of the sports comedies. I guess they like pull it, they golf play comedies. well on TV. Golf comedy <laughs> yeah, specifically. So golf comedy yeah. works. Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> a my, golf comedy. My favorite scene in Caddyshack is uh, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase, and they're sitting in Bill Murray's little uh, like house, right. <laughs> his little shack, uh, Cannonball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Surprisingly, those two. Hated each other. So oh really? Oh, it was the that. SNL days when Chevy Chase was on SNL. Bill Murray had come in when because Chevy Chase sort of when it started in '75 became the leader of the group. He's kind sort of was a self-proposed yeah. leader yeah. of the group and took the show where it was. And obviously he was great on the show. Yeah. And they brought Bill Murray in, and the two of them would. I think they actually he had one of them punched the other at one oh, point wow. a few years <laughs> in. And when Chevy Chase left, Bill Murray sort of usurped that role a little right. bit. Right. 
Um, but yeah, they couldn't stand each other. And Chevy Chase obviously has a reputation for being maybe not as easy to work with. Yeah. And maybe a little bit temperamental. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard, as rumor says. But it worked. <laughs> but it worked. But, it worked. <laughs> but on screen, it was magic. Funny movie. Yeah, it's, it's magic. <laughs> um, also, July 25th, 1997 was Air Force One. That's a movie I watched a lot. Oh, uh, get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a great movie, but I watch it a lot. <laughs> it's just... Honestly, though, it's another one of those hard R classics. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Is it hard R? It's R, yeah. It, yeah. It's, a lot of people getting shot in that movie. Yeah. On That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Harrison Ford can do no wrong. We've said it before. I know. Yeah, he's the I other know. actor that comes up, like, all the time, yeah. Harrison Ford. And uh, anything he's in deserves to be mentioned. Badass on this president, podcast. man. Badass president. Badass president. Yeah. Yeah. What Badass president done? on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Just basically what it is. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of silly, kind of not, you know, the greatest thing, but it's easily memorable. I think one because of him, and two, it's just like a, it's a crazy movie just in general. <laughs> so, Gary so that's Old, like Die Gary Hard Oldman on a plane. doing the whatever yeah. nationality yeah. that. Accent is whatever the heck is. What was that supposed to be <laughs> going wasn't, on? Wasn't, yeah, Gary Oldman, one of the greatest actors I think ever. That's probably yeah. his worst movie. You know what for I heard? Him. You know what's supposed I don't think to be he was very good in that. About accents, is I heard, I read somewhere that Gary Oldman uh, creates a different accent for every single role he plays. Oh, I, I, I believe it. Isn't that insane? Gary Oldman's impressive. <laughs> yeah, he's the weird one yeah, was the, the what so was the it. sci-fi uh, Fifth Element. Yeah, That's what he was, was, gonna, yeah. I was, he was like say. a space sort of pirate bad guy, <laughs> he has but like he had a southern, like a southern accent <laughs> going on. So strange. I actually quite like that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, great. it's a goofy one. Oh yeah, we that one. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Air exactly. Force One, very weird. Again, I don't know what country. It was but I guess it's like the Die Hard concept. But it's like you know, Die yeah, Hard on a plane. Yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, genre Die Hard created. Die Hard Two done better. Ooh, better, better than Die Hard Two. I don't know. Die Hard Two is probably my least favorite of the three. The first three. Oh, I like. That one, mm. I like that too. I, I like, guess the icicle with, in the eye, the snowmobile ski fight. He's going backwards. <laughs> the size of the wing they're fighting on always makes it just comical. Like it's like ridiculous. That could be one. That could be one location. Just that wing. <laughs> Die hard on a wing. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so we talked about Caddyshack as a as a great golf comedy, mm-hmm. and we mentioned it when we were talking about Mario Tennis, but Mario Golf in 1999. On July 26th came out, so uh, not necessarily as much of a party game, I guess. Um, but Mario Golf was a big. It had good co-op though. Yeah, I think everything we said about Mario Tennis applies to this game. Like Mario yep. just does those sports games, uh, not like simulation, but they do them like the arcade version, which is just plays better and is kind of more fun. Yeah. And so Mario... bunch of goofy modes. Yeah, and they're stuff, just the yeah. master at that. They're just the master at that. I so. think yeah. if you're gonna make a game like that realistic, you have to go full realism. Yeah. Or full cartoon. Yeah. Because if you're going full realism, then you're just trying to get a hole in one every time. You're just really yeah. trying yeah. to do it. Versus like, hey, I'm going to hit a ball as Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's a video game. It doesn't have to be really. You can play with physics and stuff, right? Like, I'd much rather play Mario Golf than like those Tiger Woods games that are mm-hmm. just like, they're just as frustrating as real golf. <laughs> Whereas Mario <laughs> Golf is like, takes the aspects of golf and makes it fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. I mean, prior to Mario Golf, I had only ever been exposed to realistic golf games. Like, for yeah. Sega Genesis, I had Chi-Chi's Pro Challenge <laughs> Golf. But, uh, like, it was good and all, but, like, when Mario Golf comes along, it's like, oh, you can do all these fun... So, cool aside from Mario Golf, is the best golf game ever the one that's in The Simpsons? <laughs> what oh, was that one called again? Yeah, I can't remember. You have shot the ball into the parking lot. Yeah. Would you like to shoot play again? <laughs> no. I think it's like Jack... Uh, that makes me is think that a Jack Willie. Nicholas yeah. one? Yeah. Jack Nicholas golf game. Yeah. Um, all right, so July 20th. Now, we talked about this when we were talking about our 
or Disney movies, but 1951 was Alice in Wonderland. Hey. So there you go. Trippy. Yeah, (laughs) trippy. Yeah. uh, So we don't need to go too, too deep into it and stuff, but obviously Touchstone, something that... Mm -hmm. uh, Lewis Carroll book, right? Yeah. uh, Yeah, when I was in England, there's a funny story. I'll just, I guess, go on a side tangent here. Yeah. I guess, I think it was the Lewis Carroll Alice in Wonderland, and I guess was the queen that, like, loved it so much, but Lewis Carroll was uh, a professor. Right, oh, okay. and they like wrote this book with it was like an affair or something. Anyways, wrote this book for the girl's daughter, and I guess it was the queen was like, "I need the next book that this person writes sent to me before anyone else." Right, and uh, I want like the first edition, and then it turns out the next book was a textbook. So she got a textbook <laughs> thing, and it was like a bad joke. She wasn't very happy. That's but hilarious. That's what the guy on our tour told us. I was like, "That's a good story." <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So the sequel Playing to a Alice joke in on the Wonderland, queen, basically. Yeah, the sequel to Alice in Wonderland was a textbook. Was a textbook. <laughs> okay, now we know. On a weird side note, it was a leak. Carvello's putting challenge on the Simpsons. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> Which is ironic because the ball went into the parking, parking lot, lot in yeah. a putting challenge. <laughs> just smack <laughs> it as hard as you can. Yeah. Just break your club over your neck. Yeah, because he got it for Christmas and he wanted uh, Bone Storm. Bone. Yeah. Milho, remember? Yeah. No, Thrill Ho. Thrill Ho. All I did was enter my name. <laughs> thrill Ho. Uh, what else? Uh, July 28th, 1978, Animal House. Oh, so well, speaking that, of the sort of... Like a Caddyshack. Caddyshack sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. This, well, that was I love that was, uh, this movie. John Belushi. Yeah. So yeah. good. And, yeah, I love uh, this movie. Judge Reinhold, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Toga. Toga, toga. toga. No, <laughs> the, the, the scene in the cafeteria, you just, what am I? And he puts mashed potatoes <laughs> in the, I'm a zit. Just <laughs> so dumb. I love when he smashes the guy's guitar. That's just my favorite part. That's the guitar guy everybody hates in the quad. He's picking up all the ladies. He's just a fat guy. Going, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> watching, watching just wish fulfillment. You know? yeah. it's just like, well, he looks at him and looks like he's thinking about it for two seconds and just... Yeah, this is the right thing <laughs> to do. This is what I need to do right now. <laughs> I need to do this for everybody else in yeah. that school. <laughs> yeah. That and then the way, great. you know, they're, they're doing the tests. and they, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of uh, what old school tried to do, I guess. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, it's, old school was sort of the new version of that. I think this is far better. Not that old school is a bad movie. I think Double it's hilarious. Double probation and all yeah. that. It's, <laughs> it's just a classic. Yeah, so. Also um, written by Harry Ramis. Oh, oh, was it? Yeah. Harold Ramis. Oh, oh nice. my God. It wasn't Judge Reinhold. It was the guy who played Amadeus, wasn't it? Uh, the main the main actor in uh, Animal House. The main Not guy. John Belushi, but the, like the main yeah, character. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, but, uh, oh, that's oh yeah. Me. I can't remember his name, but... I'll look it up so we, yeah, he's a so we know look what's up, Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Cast? Who are we looking for? The main guy. Yeah. He, you're right. Tom he Hulse. wasn't Amadeus. Oh, Tom Hulse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom oh, Hulse. Wow, he... Yeah, I thought he so was Judge Reinhold. Yeah, Anna Sutherland <laughs> as the as the uh, oh, yeah, Donald Sutherland, Sutherland as the yeah. like pot smoking yeah. Uh, professor. Yeah, yeah there's a lot non-da. of people in that yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot I, of people. I pictured him in too, but then I'm looking at his picture now. I'm like, he does not look the same. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And I guess that's why. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that was a fun one. I always always enjoyed that movie. Um, what else we got? We got I, another National Lampoon movie, which Animal House was uh, the very the first one that's just called Vacation. Oh yeah. So that oh, that well, one's classic too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's nineteen eighty three on July twenty ninth. Yeah, the vacation movies are like huge. My yeah. dad and my we've dad talked loves, about Christmas vacation yeah. before. Oh, that's the best one. Dad loves yeah. I, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Well, this too. one has the John Candy. Yes. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so just love it for that. Like the Canadian legend John that's, Candy. Anything that's he's as in much as he need, right? Like, yeah, that much better. Yeah, for sure. And then same date, July 29th, nineteen ninety four, was The Mask. Ooh. That's what, actually based on a uh, Dark Horse comic book yeah. as well. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that until I way know. later. I just thought it was some 
I mean, it doesn't matter if it's an original idea or not. I love this movie. Oh, great. I it love this movie. Crazy. Yeah. It crazy. is yeah. What's the word? It is it's it's psychotic. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a psychotic <laughs> movie. There's no rhyme or reason to anything that's going on. Yeah. And the character is just crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a lot a, of fun to watch. Such a fun idea. It's just so insane. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like as far as the story goes, I'm not too um thrilled about an ongoing series or like even the animated series, but what yeah. Jim Carrey was able to do with that role, so like it needed. was it was made for him, right? It was oh. like you don't, yeah, no one else can do like the facial kind of uh, animated comedy that he, he yeah, because he could kind of do that with yeah. his face. Yeah, he doesn't need CGI. <laughs> anyways. He does not need CGI. He, <laughs> he just... didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the movie is just like a Jim Carrey vehicle to yeah. like let him like let out all this energy that he has. Smoking. Yeah, yeah just entertain, exactly. Entertain right. Us. I mean, I mean. It, there's Ace Ventura and stuff like that, but then Liar Liar followed this and everything, and that's kind of you know it's a little bit more serious, it's a little bit more. A to lot it, of his movies had, but they all had some sort of physicality because that's hundred percent. That's what he's known for, and you're right, they're vehicles for him. Any movie that he was in until like Eternals, Sunshine of the Spotless right. Mind, and up until then it was all like yeah. let's let Jim Carrey loose, yep. kind yeah. of a Robin Williams esque yeah. type of like yeah. where Robin Williams could riff. Jim Carrey could just move around and go nuts. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, that's I think that that brings so much to a movie that would otherwise if you put someone else in it. It's hard it's hard. Robin Williams as the genie is the sort of topic sort yeah. of this summer with Aladdin and everything with like that. Taking over. Yeah, exactly. Like if someone else was tried to do the mask. Was the mask. Even if like he just wasn't cast in this and someone else was. Yeah, well, this totally wouldn't really be a memorable movie. movie. There were a bunch of directors. Yeah. There was uh, Jamie Kennedy of, did it. Of the mask yeah. And, all and that. then a dog did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean the dog puts it on in this movie but <laughs> yeah, it works. He does. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I, remember, yeah. I always remember his name, Stanley Ipkiss. Like, I always, Stanley remember, Ipkiss. I always remember that because that's such a good weird name. <laughs> yeah. that is a good, it's a good comic book yeah, name. It's, right? yeah, comic it's book name, very yeah. clearly made up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the Riddler's name? Edward Enigma? Uh, yeah. Enigma. Enigma. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. so it's sort of Same similar, idea like yeah. that, that, those weird comic book names. I like those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are Pokemon guys. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in 2001, on July 29th, was uh, Crystal, Pokemon Crystal. Okay. Which is what? That's Gen- the advanced one. Yeah, is that yeah, Gen that's Two? The one I had on- that's it like, says Game Boy Color. I think we went over this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we might have we might have gone through it already. Every Gen comes out with like a. They have the, the two, and they come, usually come with a third one just to sell more a few years okay. later. And it's is like this a, the is this that's that, the third one? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Okay, silver. see, I put it on the list, yeah. not really knowing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, no, no, it's good. That's uh, if Jordan was here, that's his favorite in the right. That's right. That's the one he mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it's like. For the people just a little bit younger than us, that was probably like their first one, and that right. that was one back when it was still manageable, and there was only two hundred and fifty, and yeah. the story followed like the same formula as the first one, uh, but right. just I, improved on a few things. I had Crystal and, for Game Boy Color, yeah, yeah, you had Color, yeah, yeah. It says Color when I when I when I jotted it down, it said it was a Color version. Yeah, so. I think a lot of people like regard that one as their favorite, depending on what age you were, right. and. Two thousand one's perfect timing for yeah. For no, we, I definitely played. It. I played the, it. I played the so much of gold. I had gold. So oh okay, yeah. Gold so is the, the gen two. Gen. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. yeah. Um, wasn't that the same year as the movie we just discussed? Right? Uh, it was two thousand. Oh, so right. it was like it was like a year. Followed after. it up. Yeah. Um, well, August first. <laughs> August first is a huge date across like a bunch of dates here. I mean, okay. So I never saw this, but Howard the Duck came out in eighty six. <laughs> oh, I wanted to mention. Oh, no. I've never saw that. I've never seen it. Times as a kid. It is. Is that a hard R? I think so. There's, there's duck, boobs duck boobs in it. Yeah. There's duck boobs. There's, there's a lot of swearing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's actually um, the origin of the MCU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because right. it is an MCU yep. uh, piece, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, very, very bad movie. <laughs> oh. it's, uh, <laughs> it was, like, always known as, like, the worst comic book movie ever mm. made, like, for the longest time. It's, like, but it's so weird, and it's directed by George Lucas. Yeah. 
Can you believe that? That's I so think, weird. But I think this is one of those. It's so bad. It's yeah. It's, it's no, good no, to watch. That's what I say. It's, it's like this. It is, looks. He like he looks so awkward. It's well, so bad. It, it's it good. almost looks like yeah. he's got a human eyes coming through that mask, even though that's not. It's just yeah. It was designed very weirdly. It's never meant to be a movie. Like, like oh, that's yeah. creepy. <laughs> Howard Duck itself was that never really meant. I'm pretty sure he was just like a throwaway like miniseries character. Like the yeah. fact that like George Lucas like. Is like attracted to that and decided to make that a movie. How did that happen? I don't know. Like, I want to know how that happened. I've seen that more times than I care to admit. Yeah, it was, <laughs> well, I'm glad I mentioned <laughs> it. Leah <laughs> Thompson, she was good. In it. Yeah, she's, I, I mean, she's like the, she's big, great. the biggest star in the. There's some other guy in there. Uh, Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins that's like, uh, yeah. Tim Robbins would yeah. probably be and pretty there was big. The, yeah. the, the, the principal from Ferris Bueller. I think oh, he's, yes, he's uh, like the villain uh, that gets all, uh, all weird and shit. Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey yeah, Jones. Yeah, he's the villain. Yeah. I believe Kevin Smith is working on an animated series for him. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like don't need. To, I just we I don't, don't need Howard the Duck why, stories. In the 80s, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't costume, really get that yeah. costume did not work. Yeah, we don't really need to do that, do we? But yeah. anyways, like um, he's fine in like how they use him in Guardians, where he's just like a gag. He's like in the that. background. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Apparently, he doesn't pop, have a line. Apparently, <laughs> pops up in Endgame what, too. What's so. his like? Um, what's his like? Archetype, like what's his character? What, what, well, you like, know, he reminds me. I think he's from the same world technically as uh, Spider Ham. Oh, that like yeah, oh, okay. could okay. be yeah, yeah. But Spider Ham was pretty great. So <laughs> yeah, Spider Verse. from from, from a multiverse perspective, yeah. If there's a world with animated animal characters, then I think they kind of coexist, yeah, right? Well, maybe they'll they'll explain that. I guess they have something Smith to say. I guess yeah. they can do like a sort of a spoof on like um, Looney Tunes, which was what Spider sure. Ham was, right? He was like a yeah. Porky Pig, Porky, Daffy Duck Porky, kind of yeah, archetype. So that's true. I don't. They, uh, animated will work a lot better. I yeah. should say. So I'm. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I watch all those. Yeah. All those shows. But, but uh, yeah. Yeah. That's just fine. Oh, I've Howard never. Duck I've is... never seen. I, I recognize the shots. I recognize who's in it. Whatever. Yeah. But I never actually watched it. Um. This is really big for anyone that had a Super Nintendo. But August first in '92 was Mario Paint. Oh yeah. So if anyone owned a Super Nintendo, probably had this because it actually came with a lot of. Okay. A lot of I just them, have so. to say about this game. Can you explain this game to me? Because I played it once at my friend's cottage, like once in my life what? only. Oh, and it was like you make music by putting. Is oh, it like a music? music was so That's all we did fun. was make music. But what else did you do other than so make you music? could you could just do basically what MS Paint it was okay. or is that it, comes to the computer? Less of a game, more of just like an artistic outlet. There was in, in game. There form. was one game, yeah. and it was the fly swatting game. That was the oh, one yeah, yeah, yeah. quote unquote actual game. It was actually very difficult. Like swatting it on his face, right? Uh, no, so you, so they basically had a table. So you'd go from uh, a kitchen table to a dining room table to a picnic table or whatever, and there'd be all these different kinds of flies, and you're basically Mario's hand mm. holding a fly swatter. Right. Trying to swat the flies before they... Okay, they they did all this, like, unrealistic stuff. Like, one fly would be, like, a large, like, a black fly. Yeah. It would stop in the middle of the screen, and then it would, like, sort of explode, but then all these little... Would, so it ends up being almost like a Geometry Wars sort of idea. Right, it's right. that kind of game. Mm. And then at the end of every little like table or level would be like a giant fly that had all the abilities of the previous ones in one. Like that was the only game. Wow. Yeah. But it, but you were using a mouse. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Like you had a yeah. mouse pad and you were using a mouse. Oh, um, a mouse pad for the N sixty or for, for the, the Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, it had a little square, a uh, gray square as yeah. your sort of mouse pad. Um, and it was, yeah, (laughs) just vaguely. (laughs) And it and it came with a little mouse with a right and left click that was gray with the purple that looked it matched the Super Nintendo. I I guess it also had that uh, MS or Microsoft Paint sort of mode. Basically built, and you could do whatever you want. You could actually just do whatever, right? It was just like paint and And stickers. I guess people would make like crazy uh, images and really impressive artistic. 
I mean, as a it. kid, you just kind of mess around with it. But yeah. I remember doing the music thing more than the music anything. is like yeah, all I've done. In all life. the music notes were characters mm-hmm. and blocks and stuff from the Mario universe, and they're all sounds. They were all like, be different all sounds, sounds and tones, and it universe. had the full scale uh, of a music sheet on it. So you can get all, yeah, <laughs> and you can so actually weird. up you can up sort of I guess the quote unquote difficulty so they'd be more fine tuned. So instead of just Four Eighth or five notes bars, sixteenth notes, and yeah, you yeah get it'd be more, all over the place. Cool. So you could really get into the fine tune of it and stuff, cool. literally. And you'd get. You I can know, only imagine all a game like that sounds. coming out now, and it would be it would be like I don't want to say so much cooler, but it's like with the internet stuff, people could like share all the crazy things. Well, now they have Mario Maker, share their beats, things like Rock Band for like an iPad. Rock Band, yeah. which is free. and you could right. you could basically I've seen in the first one. I don't know about the second one that just came out, but the first Mario Maker, people remade the the music. Game mm. from Mario no Paint. Way. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Because you could awesome. find a way to. I mean, it wasn't exactly the same because yeah. the sounds and stuff would be slightly different. But basically, they would yeah. just make the notes all like. Cool. That's. I mean, Mario Maker is the much more expanded version of what mm. that was, right? Of what never ceases to amaze me. All these like creative uh, yeah. games that Nintendo can can come up. with. Yeah, I mean, where did that idea even come <laughs> yeah. from? Like what? <laughs> Also, like the fly swanning game. What is that? Like, <laughs> what? Like something to do with the mouse, basically. It's yeah, like, we I have guess. a mouse. What do yeah. we do with it? Flotsam, swats some flies. I Why guess that's what it was. Let's make it a game. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, two movies came out on the same date in 1997 on August 1st: Air Bud, <laughs> which was probably big for a lot of kids, and Spawn. Oh, <laughs> so Spawn! Two nice. opposite sides of John Leguizamo the... and yeah. some guy I've never seen before or since. Or since, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the. Uh, I mean, obviously, oh. different crowds. Yeah, uh, different uh, people that it's, it appeals to, but um, Airbud was big for Air me. Bud. I watched that a lot when I was younger. So um, Spawn, I think I've maybe seen once or twice, and that's kind of it. Uh, I, Spawn was sorry. What year was that? Uh, in ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. So that was grade eleven. I we watched Spawn a lot. Really? I did yeah. watch yeah. Spawn too. <laughs> yeah, I, I never actually really watched like, it that much. I, I really liked Spawn. theaters and being like, oh, this is so gritty and cool. Yeah. And it's about hell the and the devil. Were really and, cool, like the, yeah. the the morphing effects and things like that. And it yeah. Was, yeah, it was really gritty and sort of mm-hmm. badass. You know. Yeah. But yeah. looking back, like I I understand it's not a great movie and everything. <laughs> and they're they're redoing it, but like I love Todd McFarlane. Oh, are they? So. Oh, Another one? Yeah, they're doing another one. So I love Todd McFarlane, and it was his creation. So for him to get the movie, uh, I thought that was cool. And just like the comic books are so, it was true to the comic books. Like the comic books are so dark, and yeah. he's in with the homeless people and the dark yeah. dingy alley. He's like the homeless protectors of them it's and so stuff. 90s. Yeah. It's so <laughs> yeah, 90s. It's very 90s. Yeah. Very <laughs> Venom esque, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. So it really is. A hand in, in Venom, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, he just did his 300th issue for Spawn. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh really? Oh. Okay, so it's still it's still going. Still like, kicking, that's just something then. he created, and like he owns it all. Like that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, He's Canadian. I mean, yeah, exactly. You always right. see those figurines in comic book stores too. Those selling. Spawn, like, yeah. Oh, well, it's yeah. so unique, oh, yeah. right? He's such a unique look those and crazy capes. Like, mm-hmm. just, they could yeah. do a lot of really fun stuff. Well, that's really the thing cool about Todd McFarlane. Like his. Not, say we want one of his writing, but his art is like what what he shines, and what yeah. everyone that buys yeah. his books tends to gravitate Very to. Iconic, so yeah. Spawn comics just let him like go wild with the art. Yeah, and then seeing that on the screen was like. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Like, I didn't, I didn't think it did well in the box office. I don't think it was reviewed well, but I yeah. think for someone like twelve or in grade eleven, like it actually was something you could It'd be enjoy. Perfect timing. Yeah, it was, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, one last date I want to get to because this game's great. <laughs> August second, nineteen ninety four, was Earthworm Jim. Oh, oh the first Earthworm Jim. <laughs> a very difficult game, from what I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially early on when you kind of had to figure out what to do with like the early bosses and stuff. For some reason, that always stands out, but. Uh, super goofy idea. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so weird. It's just <laughs> a worm in a space suit that it's just. Oh, I love those side scrollers that are able to keep you 
interested, even though it's you know you've played Mario and it's got to be somehow different from that, right? Like you, yeah, I, yeah. No, it it well, it to, is like a classic platform. Right? Yeah. No, right? no. It, it like it's, it's good to mention. It sticks out. Everyone everyone knows that game and everyone's played it. And yeah, yeah. To to be to make a two D platformer that people enjoy is yep. not an easy task. And then a couple so. sequels for it and stuff too yeah. that just sort of made it a little bit more... Uh, and it's and hard it, in the Battletoads kind of vein. It maybe is. Maybe not it's that very, hard, but it's sort of... It's pretty difficult. Yeah. It's pretty... I mean, he had like his head was like a whip yeah. and stuff you like could, that. You like, took yeah. the worm out and swing, I think. Yeah. And we, that's well, he... he yeah, he basically... He was the Indiana Jones would, whip. His, yeah. his actual grab body. Himself. <laughs> he grabbed himself <laughs> and then swing on the hooks and then move... Yeah. And it was a little bit like... I mean, it's very 90s as well. Speaking of 90s, like Spawn and stuff. It was a little bit more adult-oriented, I yeah. guess, mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. They had a little bit, you know... Edge to it. Wasn't yeah, there a cartoon innuendo and things. Yes, there was a series. <laughs> yeah, there was a cartoon series. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there was. was. A, yeah, shortly, shortly run one. And now that they're, they're sort of redoing um, the Intellivision... Uh, console that's supposed to be coming out sometime next year and the original guys that made the original two earthworm gym games are making it for that console oh that's cool as well yeah so oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh so I that's see. that's going to be coming out in the next couple of years or something so that might be cool that could be i think it's probably going to end up being another 2d so they're thing, not just rebooting movies anymore they're, they're also doing the games also doing games <laughs> yeah okay. i welcome that a bit more though actually yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean the last one it's they're they're all 90s games and shows and stuff right so it's been yeah. a long time it's been over 20 years since earthworm gym was mm-hmm. new wow. Right? Let's face it, so, nostalgia know, is a right? currency <laughs> these days. Yeah, nostalgia, nostalgia is, a is a currency. I don't think the remake, like when they remake old classic games, I don't think it's as uh, much of a sure thing as like when they remake the movies. Maybe Dave, you know a bit more. But, Other games? Yeah, like is it a sure thing? Like, are they do they sell like crazy when they remake an old game? Or uh, I mean, there's less of them for yeah. sure. Uh, now it's still. I think the nostalgia as currency type idea more so now is let's make. Either a new eight bit or sixteen bit game, or let's just re-release them on, oh you know, yeah, virtual yeah, console that's and yeah, stuff those on consoles Nintendo. Consoles that come compact with all the games, like the yeah, remi- man, the mini Super Nintendo. I was dying oh, to get that thing, right. dying to get it, and I love it. It's great. I mean, do I play it as much as I thought I would? No, <laughs> but that's because a lot of these games, like uh, the one I'm playing right now, again uh, for the second time, is Dead Cells. It's it's a two D difficult platformer type, but it's 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 that old school type of look and feel and all that. I mean, it's deeper than a lot of those older games, but I mean, that fills that void. So sometimes they're not really as necessary. Some if of the you go epic back, ones, you have back. like, I mean, obviously you have a new Mario game every couple of years. It's yeah. still technically Mario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then probably the one I'm most addicted to now, Tetris 99. Oh. Puzzle, yeah, puzzle games are a little bit different because yeah. you can you can just redo those as, long as, as much yeah. as you yeah. want. But the, this new idea of sort of Battle Royale, Tetris, yeah, awesome, like, and it works, and it really works well. consistently, and it's it's huge. Yeah, oh yeah, it's huge. I love they, playing that game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, pl- I played it for once. Four hours straight, <laughs> sitting on the couch, just oh my god. It's such a crazy, it's such stop. a cool idea, such yeah. a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, so that's it. We're gonna we're gonna head uh, into later, or further into August as uh, as the dates go on. Uh, guys, thanks very much again for uh, for joining me. Um, and uh, Mike, why don't you let everyone know where oh, they yeah, can find yeah. us? Thanks for listening, everyone. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all the socials. Day back in. Day back in is where you can find us. Of course, episodes every Monday. And uh, thank you again for uh, joining me, guys. And uh, thank you again for listening. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, guys. See ya. Yeah.
Welcome to Lee Carvello's Putting Challenge. I am Carvello. Now, choose a club. You have chosen a three-wood. May I suggest a putter? Three-wood. Now enter the force of your swing. I suggest feathered touch. You have entered power drive. Ball is in. Parking lot. Would you like to play again? You have selected no.